Listeners, and welcome to the shout out episode for Secret Comics Cave. It is on 3200 Chestnut Street in Oneonta, New York. Secret Comics Cave, it's Secret Comics, C O M I X, Cave.com. You can like them on Facebook and follow all of the awesome posts from Gary, the owner, and his little minion, Dexter, who guards the gate of the cave. Gabriel. Thanks for joining me on today's free comic book day shout-out episode. How are you doing? I'm great, Donnie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. So I looked at the haul of stuff that you got, some stuff that you have on your pull list, and some things that you got from free comic book day. You want to give a little bit of, uh, of what you picked up from the free comic book day first? Uh, certainly. So I got uh, two offerings from DC, uh, which were the Dark Crisis Special Edition comic and uh, League of Super Pets Special. Oh, for the upcoming movie. For the upcoming movie. Um, I got two offerings from Marvel. One, well, three actually. One was a Spider-Man Venom story. Uh, written by Seb Wells, who is currently writing Amazing Spider-Man Beyond, and the other one by Al Uin and Ram V, who are co-writing Venom together. So <clears throat> there's also a Marvel Voices uh, free comic book day uh, offering, and I'm assuming that uh, it is like a collection of stories from underrepresented characters like you have Miles Morales and America Chavez, Black Panther, the new Moon Girl, uh, Chan-Chi, uh, Wiccan and Hulkling who are a gay couple and I think that they're introducing a new character who is Native American. Very cool. Um, then I also got the uh, preview of Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day. Ooh, and that's the next big event for that's Marvel? That's the big summer event that is happening. Um, and I think it's written by Kieron Gillen, who is currently writing this volume of the Eternals. And he just came on board as the writer for Immortal X-Men, the story about the Quiet Council uh, of Krakoa. And their inner workings. So that very Game of be, Thrones sounding. It sounds very Game of Thrones. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, there's a 25 years anniversary of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Has it been 25 years already? Yes. Can you believe it? We are <laughs> old. Um, and uh, this is by Boom. And I also got the Year of Valiant offering from Valiant, which has a little bit of all of the stories that they are publishing right now and where they're going with their main characters. And you're pretty uh, pretty big into Valiant. And I think that Gary, the owner, shout out to him, said that you were the only one that was getting Valiant at the comic book shop. I thought that was kind of wild. Yeah, it's, it's so sad because they actually do have a lot of quality things. Um, but also 
they have switched the way that they're doing business. I'm, I mean, they're a smaller comic book publisher. I think the pandemic has affected them. And I think that it has affected them the most is the fact that um, the people who brought them back in 2012, um, I think Dinesh, I forget his last name, was one of the main architects of how Harbinger and Bloodshot uh, were working back then along with Exo Manowar. And they had a very focused, story-driven um, way of presenting the stories. But then they sold the company to a media conglomerate at mid-2019. Sony, I think it was, right? Uh, no, I think it's more of a Chinese-based company that has some ties to some video games franchise. Konami? No, I, I don't remember. Yeah. But but they, they did sell it. The company has now uh, taken a different approach. I mean, the stories are still good, but I haven't felt the same sense of uh, cohesiveness. And... I think the pandemic affected them too because they had to stop some of the stories that they were bringing and the paper shortage. So there are things that they had announced. I think that there's a story by Paul Jenkins and a story by um, <clears throat> and it sounds someone else and that they just didn't finish it. And it sounds like uh, for anyone that's not a comic book reader or bringing their kids or even someone that just wants to check out these free comics from free comic book day. Uh, what I've found common at a lot of the comic book shops is they do have some leftovers sometimes. So you can always check those out past the point of the free comic book day. Oh yes. And do you think you could, if you were a new reader, if you looked at any of these comics that you would be able to hop on and just kind of get an idea, if that's essentially what the idea of Free Comic Book Day right. is, right? Right. I think that, for example, the League of Super Pets uh, story is going to be cute and it might get kids interested in comic books. I think that the Valiant Universe 1 is a good jumping on point because they're giving you kind of a preview of their new series, mm -hmm. which, like I said, they're somehow connected, but not hyper-connected to the past. And so Valiant is having... Uh, they just did um, Archer and Armstrong Forever uh, new volume where Armstrong lost his powers and they're trying to get them back, so that's the story. There's a big event coming called The Book of Shadows, which is Shadowman and Ninjak and Punk Mambo with consequence of the story that just happened but it's also a self-contained story in a sense like mm -hmm. it's better if you read the past but if you read mm -hmm. the story you're not gonna be lost then there's a new release for the new volume of bloodshot in september bloodshot unleash and then there's one in november for exo manowar called exo manowar unconquered and then in february of next year ninjak is getting his fourth volume i think it's called super killers and they give you a preview of all these stories. And I think that Harbinger, which is my favorite, it's about to end their fourth volume too. And it's an interesting story. Nice. Well, it sounds like you picked up some really cool, uh, interesting free comics from Free Comic Book Day. Uh, what are some of the notable things that you picked up uh, that you would like to share? Maybe just give the title and maybe why you're excited to keep reading it? Yeah, yeah. I would say um, Immortal X-Men by Kieron Gillen, definite. Uh, plus, the X-Men have changed a lot 
in the last three years, Jonathan Hickman came up with a new concept for who they are and what they do. And right now, they're a very interesting vision of geopolitical social structure as a nation. And they have a way of writing laws and governing themselves based on something called the Quiet Council, which is 12 former villains slash villains and former heroes slash heroes who decide on how they're being governed and how they act, um, along with two other people who have a voice, but not a boat. Um, so that comic book is about the inner uh, workings of the council. Which that sounds is pretty interesting. interesting. Um, X-Men Red which also I think came out, uh, I think this week for the first time. It's a story about the planet Mars, which is now called Planet Araco. Mutants terraformed it before humans, and now a violent species of mutants called the mutants of Araco, which live in a different dimension from ours and were raised as warriors and people who understand war, pain, loss, and speak that language and understand each other through that. So X-Men Red is more about what's happening in planet Araco slash Mars, where, funny enough, a storm, Ororo Monroe, is the current regent of the planet. Nice. And they also have a quiet council, but it's not called quiet council. It's called the Great Ring of Araco. And the book is a great jumping on point. It gives you a good description of who are the people who are members of this quiet council. Um, I pick up the end of this volume of Shadow Man by Colin Bunn, who is a very horror-inspired writer. And of course, Shadow Man is a horror kind of base Valiant superhero. And this was the end of Dead Side War, uh, which sets up Book of Shadows for the summer. Um, something else that I pick up that I think would be interesting to your listeners is issue 12 of Swamp Thing by Rambi. It's also a horror-based story with a new Swamp Thing who is not Alec Holland or the consciousness of Alec Holland. And it was originally going to be only 10 issues, but they decided to make it longer. And now it's 16. And that never happens with comics. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> so rare. Good. So it's good. Um, I also got Refrigerator Full of Heads, the end of the story by Joe Hill. He has a whole Hill House collection where other writers who he likes that are horror-based write stories. Um, this one is written by Rio Jovers, and it's a modern twist on a story that he wrote before called Basket Full of Heads, a woman who beheads people. <laughs> and the heads do things, and now the modern brochure is called Refrigerator Full of Heads. Um, and you got the nice house. And of course, I, I was coming there. The nice house on the lake, part eight. Um, I will keep saying it. James Tinion the fourth keeps hitting it out of the park. It was one of my favorite series of last year. And it was definitely the best horror comic book series of last year to me. Um, I don't want to give away the twist of issue one and I keep insisting people should read that first issue. It's, you think that you have read every possible version of 10 people come together to a weekend 
and they kind of have a chair pass because they're invited by someone and then things are not what they seem there's a horror element and whatever you think is going to happen is not what happens so that's what I love about it and we're still on issue eight every issue is centered on one of the guests so I would assume that there are 10 issues but again there are plot twists and things like that so the total will be 12 issues we are on issue eight two-thirds of the trip we have gotten to know most of the guests of the house their backstories are very interesting I'm looking forward to see how it ends it's a very solid story um, the villain is incredibly terrifying at the same time that he is somehow sympathetic and the characters are amazing. Each issue has been incredibly unnerving and there were a couple of chapters of the story, I think issue four in particular, absolutely terrified me and traumatized me as I read it. So, so you're speaking the language of the Fatal Followers on... Fatal Follower Presents. That's correct. That sounds awesome. I'm excited to revisit that. I started it and I need to get back into it. Um, I myself only picked up a Fangoria Volume 2, number 15 um, issue. This On this particular issue, you got the horrific action of Timo Tahanto. Timo Tahanto was just featured... Uh, for his short in VHS 94, which you can go back to and check out my review of that. Uh, he did the subject, is what his segment was called. And here, there's a highlight on his work. Also, this features the gruesome growing pains of Hatching. Hatching is out now in theaters, and I am looking forward to that. That is one of my most uh, looking forward to features of this year. Cannot wait to see what is hatching out of that giant egg in the trailer. Also, X brings back 70s slashers. This is the spotlight on X and, uh, and what we thought of that. You can check out on a previous episode of the review that Douglas, Connor, and I did for that. Also, India's Lost Horrors. Do you like Bollywood? Do you like uh, slashers and 80s movies? You will like India's Bollywood horror. It's a different style. It's a lot of musical uh, kind of love romance interjected into these gory set pieces. So if you're looking uh, at something different and you like foreign horror, I would check out this issue to give you an idea of what India's lost horrors are. Lastly, on the cover, there is a giant dinosaur head. What is the mystery of this giant dinosaur head? You'll have to find out when you watch Jurassic World Dominion. Humans are history with the Jurassic World Dominion. I can't wait to dive into this issue. I am so excited. Um, that's all I picked up from the free comic book day, which this was not free, uh, from Secret Comics Cave. Give them some love. And uh, right now, um, we are going to check out uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness at some point. Uh, maybe by the time this episode airs, we will have already seen it. So maybe we'll give you our reactions to that. Uh, the Sam Raimi horror, supposed uh, horror movie of Marvel. We'll see if it stands up to that. Uh, Gabriel, is there any other things that you would like to talk about for Free Comic Book Day? How long have you been doing these Free Comic Book Days? Oh my goodness, a long time. I think um, 12 years now. 
It's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah, we've had some fun free comic book days together, That's and there correct. always seems to be lately a comic book movie coming out the weekend of Free Comic Book Day. Yes. So that's pretty exciting. But there's a comic book movie coming out every three weeks or something. Yeah, (laughs) seems to be the case. Um, Well, uh, Gabriel and I survived Free Comic Book Day at the Secret Comics Cave. And I want to introduce you to the VHS tape of our found footage experience, where I did some interviews with some artists and creators that were featured for the day. I hope you enjoy. Gabriel, thanks for checking out the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And always, you can check out Fatal Follow Presents a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Horror Amino. Stick around for the found footage of Secret Comics Cave. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this, it's May 7th, 2022. It's about 1 p.m. We just got out of this uh, cave-like structure. We escaped the grasp of this giant creature that guards the front. He looks like he had a name tag, and his name was Dexter. This recording is all we have left of our experience there. We've met some interesting ghouls or whatever that dwell inside this cave. If you're listening to this, share this with someone you know and send help. Hello, everyone. I am here at the entrance of the Secret Comics Cave uh, Free Comic Book Day event, and I'm here with two fellas at the gates. They are the gatekeepers holding everybody off, the rabid ghouls for Free Comic Book Day. And we have Keymaster here. All right, so, guys, what's your names? Kevin Whoa! Kevin Catherine. Uh Jason Slocum. Hello, guys. And uh, what brings you to Free Comic Book Day? Why are you guys? Uh, why are you guys here? What do you like to do here? We help uh, Gary out. Yeah, we help Gary out and like to give out free comics. Nice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Promote we, the yeah. reading and the and the collecting. And we have uh, lots of good artists here that I was yep. I collect art yep. for uh, different things. And and Gary's got a selection of comic books that is bar none the best in the area so yeah, definitely. we figured we want to come here and get that and I, we've been coming since he and I've been coming from the first day he opened yeah, pretty for much. like six years now or six yeah, or seven something years like that, now. Yeah. yeah nice yeah. So uh, now what yeah. are you, some of your favorite uh, comic books or comic book characters oh Jesus so many well I suppose the top one is going to be in my collection would be Iron Man first and then Spider-Man and then probably Doctor Strange and then probably after that would be Thor, just for a few. And mine, I've never thought of this before. One is Superman, two is Jonah Hex and Shazam. Uh, That would be uh, Captain Marvel Shazam. Uh, And then then probably third is, oof, that might be a tough, tough thing. I have to think of that. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) I'm putting putting you on the spot here. Now, this is a horror and horror-adjacent podcast. Do you guys get into horror at all, or are you into any horror comic books or anything like that? About the only thing that I'm close to is there's a comic book called Lady Mechanica. Okay, yeah. And it is a uh, steampunk uh, comic book. Nice. Which I guess you could consider that a little bit on the horror side. But yeah, that's probably one of my favorites of uh, for an independent 
comic book company. Nice. Lady Mechanic. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I like horror movies and read some horror books and stuff like that. So. Very cool. Fan of the Evil Dead stuff and oh, yeah. uh, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, and now there's a new Evil Dead movie coming out this year, too, oh, is which there? I'm pretty yeah, excited about. about that. Yeah, it's called Evil Dead Rise. Oh, and nice. So I'm sure I'll be covering that at some point. Awesome. Big Ash Williams fan. Yes, so. definitely. Oh, Ash Williams is great. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was nice talking to you guys. Hey, and, great uh, talking to you. Thank you. I, I don't want to uh, keep you from the zombie hordes that are coming in here. <laughs> uh, through the door, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and have a creepy day. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, listeners, and I'm here with my first victim of the hour for Free Comic Book Day, Matt Bell. Matt Bell, say hello. Hello. I'm just trying to live through Free Comic Book Day and Squid Games. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Glad to be here. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt. So you are a, uh, it looks like you have some beautiful art here, and you have a website. Where can we find you at? Sure. I'm at mattbellawesomebooks.com. Um, I, I do have a website there. I do have a Facebook page as well, Matt Bell Awesome Books. And uh, I do comics and I do prints and I do um, book books for young adults and for adults as well. And you can find all of the materials online there or, you know, contact me and we can arrange something. Nice. Now, uh, you said you were a teacher, is that correct? I am a teacher, yes. I'm a Unitigo graduate um, and I loved English and art and music. And I moved to coastal Virginia in the Chincoteague area. And um, I would, I'm really glad. I've been down there for 17 years and it's wonderful to come back to Oneana and see this comic and art and uh, um, this media thriving here. And it's just a very welcoming place and it's great to see new faces and some familiar that'll be coming by to pick up all the materials today. Very cool. And it looks like you've got some books that you've published here. Is that right? I do. Yes. Um, this has been a really big year. I've had three new releases this year, um, two young adult books, The Reanimation of Mouse, um, and Urgent Carol and the Earworm Heist, very interesting uh, for sixth grade and above. Uh, one of them's about basically illustrators using their drawings to fight off uh, childhood leukemia. Um, the second one, Urgent Carol, is about this very accident-prone girl, kind of like Curious George. And the first time that she gets out on a bicycle, a spaceship just sucks her right up into the sky. And when she comes back, she can only speak in the lyrics of popular music from the last 50 years. That is an awesome concept. I really appreciate that. My principal down at Nandua Middle School um, actually paid for all the students on my roster to get copies this year. And I was able to teach my own text. So it was really... Um, um, a dream coming to fruition and something that I'm really proud of and blessed to have that support. They're carrying them in the libraries there and as well as at uh, Unadilla Elementary now as well. Very cool. Now, how long have you been doing this kind of work? So I published my first book back before my daughter was born, and she's almost nine. I've been writing stories and doing art for the longest time, and I'm just crushing books in my own time, reading-wise, you know, graphic novels, uh, novels, historical fiction, uh, nonfiction. I'm just a lover of all, all things media, really. Uh, and I also have some books out for adults as well. Um, Motion is my first release this year for adults, and that is uh, came out in April the 3rd. It's also available on the website. And it's basically about this mosquito boy that's born, and he has this, like, all of these millions of minions that not just drink blood from the locals, but steal a skill from them, whether it be their speaking or their driving or their tactical um, sort of planning. Th and... Uh, 
I'm actually deep into the sequel of that one now where he is taking over. They're going to drink the world. So that one is not Very for little cool. children. That sounds like something that would be right up the Fatal Follower Presents uh, listeners. We do horror and horror adjacent. So. Oh. That's perfect. Well, yeah. thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate that. Well, I won't take too much of your time because you got a lot of uh, people here that want to check out your artwork. I will be sure to plug this, and I'll let you know when this episode airs. Thank you. Thanks. It was nice talking to you, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. You have a creepy day. You too. I think we woke the shaggy brown-haired beast that dwells in the front of the gates of this cave. He's coming this way. Here, let's take this shortcut. All right, I have entered the Squid Games, and I have two uh, Squid Game participants here. What is your name? My name is Amber Jagger. Okay, and how do you know Gary? Um, actually, I think I've been here almost since uh, he came to Oneonta. Yep. Um, I actually used to live just like a five-minute walk away, so nice. it was very convenient, and it's been a long time since we actually had a good comic book store in Oneonta, yeah. so it was really nice to have, and got close with him. So. Plus, you have Dexter here. Who, who doesn't want to see Dexter? Oh, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> he he loves everyone and just constantly just wants to be picked up a lot of the time, so... And now, now what are you doing here for free comic book day? So, Gary has us doing a scavenger hunt for anybody that wants to participate and whoever gets the most will obviously you know we got awesome prizes for second place first place and then even if you only are able to get 20 items you still can actually get something for it as well um, so it gives really everybody a chance to get something um, we also have this wheel that we're doing so that way if you spend $50 at Gary's you can spend this get free stuff candy props um, all sorts of goodies and then and we also have, if you spend $100, we have these awesome free comic book day ones that are, you know, made especially for this day to celebrate it. So they can get that or even two spins to even get more prizes. Nice. So. And now who is your who is your little mermaid here that you have? Oh, this is actually Gary's granddaughter, Olivia. Olivia, hello. Say hello to the show. And say hi. <laughs> she's like, nope, I'm not yeah. going to say hi. <laughs> she's a little shy. That's okay. We're in the secret <laughs> comics cave. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to me here. No problem. Have a good day. Have a spooky day. Yeah. Let's just go down a little bit further. I think I see a light. Hey, Gary, what's up? Welcome to the show, Gary. I know you're busy. Say hello. Hey, how's it going? Bye, Gary. <laughs> Bye. Hello, listeners, and I have a new victim, Brandon Whipple. He is with me here in front of a beautiful spread of his artwork. Brandon, how many times have you uh, been, or how many times have you been to Free Comic Book Day here with Gary at Secret Comics Cave? This be the third year. Third year? Okay. Now, I see all kinds of... Uh, of styles here and we are a horror and horror adjacent podcast uh, but I'm looking at some lovely uh, jack-o'-lanterns and some creepy clowns we got Pennywise over here uh, are you a horror fan oh absolutely I grew up on all the 1980s slashers and monsters and mutants and all that stuff 
uh, I draw all that stuff because it makes me happy. So. Nice. Now you're you are in good company here talking to a horror podcast. What is your favorite slasher horror '80s villain? Uh, man, I would have to go with uh, man. My favorite horror icon of all time is the Xenomorph Aliens. Nice. Uh, but as far as B-grade, I mean, one of my favorite 80s movies was Critters. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Mick Garris uh, directed that first one, or third one, actually. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I love the whole franchise. Now, uh, is there anywhere we can find you uh, to, to check out your artwork? Are you on social media? Yeah, uh, I'm on social media. I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram at uh, Flork McCormick uh, on Instagram. And uh, I have a Wix website. If you look up my name and art, you'll find it. Very cool. That sounds good. And uh, I'll, set, I'll share some pictures of your artwork. It looks like you've got a lot of people coming up to check out your artwork, so I won't bother you anymore. But it was nice to talk to you and nice yeah. to meet you. Likewise. Hello, listeners. I am here with my next victim, Mike Tranvag. Very good. And he is a local artist here in central central New York, I believe this is. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, so, Mike, tell us a little bit about your artwork. Uh, started a few years ago. I used to do it as a hobby, and then family and friends said you should really put this artwork out there for people to see. So my so my son and I used to went to we used to, first we went to local comic uh, stores, and then we went to the local comic cons just to see how it's laid out and how it's doing it. And he said you should you should try it. So I did it last year here at Gary's place, and um, Matt Flint. I got to give him a shout out. He told me different tips and he's another artist tips on how to do it how to set up the table what to get what not to get so this year i got bigger more more stuff and more artwork to show and uh just went from there just exploded nice now i, I see you got some killer spawn artwork oh that's and we, my heart spawn yes. and we have a lot of horror fans that uh go on and on about spawn now is that your favorite comic book character hands down okay hands down. I, I can see the love from your artwork so i <laughs> can you. tell yeah um, now, do you have a page or like any sort of way that people can find you? I know yep. we talked about local talent, but yep, I'm on Instagram at uh, mtranbag, um, and also on it's a it's a, it's a art type of uh, website. It's called Deviant Art. Yep, um, I'm uh, tranbag343. I'm on there, and I'm also on Facebook. Nice. And now, do you uh, when you come to these conventions and you meet all kinds of people, what are some of the things that people talk to you about? Like, or like, do they request things from you? Or uh, yeah, actually, first they they say you know one guy just came to me this morning said did you did you really draw this said, yes uh, but i get a lot of requests and what that's what i like is get the requests so i know what to do next year i try to figure out and keep my finger on the pulse of you know pop culture what's popular now um hence the man or uh, boba fett uh, but you know pokemon i get i had a lot of that last year i didn't have any pokemon so i'm gonna start doing some more of that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. So that, so I like that feedback from people. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. And so this is your second time being here at the Free Comic Book Day yes. Secret Comics Cave. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you, and I will have my listeners uh, connect with you and reach out to you. And it was a pleasure meeting you. Very pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much. Have Thank a good you. one. Have you a creepy it. day. You too. All right, it. listeners. So I'm here with um, Keegan and Ashley. Hello, you too. And now what are we doing here at Free Comic Book Day for 2022? So we have alternative role-playing games set out right now. Um, we have the Star Trek Adventures, uh, 
Adventures in an un uh, Age Undreamed of Conan role-playing game and the Alien role-playing game, all of which are, well, the last two are more horror-themed than the, uh, the first two. Um, they're alternatives to D&D. Nice. Now, how long have you been, how, have, do you both play this game, or? Um, I have been playing role-playing games in general for about 20 years. Okay. Um, these last couple, I've been running the Conan game for about a year now. I'd say the Aliens game since about 2020, and I couldn't even tell you how long I've been running the Star Trek one, that, since that one came out, whenever yeah. that was. A while ago, because that was when Lunchings and Dragons was here. But um, I've played the Star Trek one, and I've done one round of the Aliens one, which I died pretty fast in that one. <laughs> you never know where those aliens are going to pop out on you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all of the sessions of the Aliens game I've played, I've had one person actually make it to the end of one of them. Oh, nice. Yeah, Just the Aliens one, one is definitely harder to do. Uh, the Star Trek one is pretty fun. All of these games use D20s and D6s. You don't have to worry about any other dice. It's also reversed from D&D. You want to roll ones or lowers. 20s and higher set <laughs> range is bad. Gotcha. Now, is this something that you're here for to get more players involved? Or? Yeah. Uh, Gary asked us to try and, you know, show some alternatives to D&D since everybody knows D&D. Yep. These are just some couple different games that we have. Nice. Well, I, I think a lot of our listeners would be definitely interested in not only the Star Trek, but also the Aliens. I know. Now, are you two Aliens fans? Yes. I like the first two movies. Yep. He's watched, we've all I watched have, them all. I have all, all of them at yeah. home. He also has a very Plus large collection books, of yeah. figures. figures. Yeah. 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 We are wishing that we had a bit more space because then we would have brought our tribbles and oh, nice. our uh, face huggers. Oh, very cool, yeah. Because we have a giant stuffed face hugger. Now, have you been reading the new Alien run? Yes, I have. I like the second run a little bit more than the first one. Yep. Um, personally, I prefer D uh, Dark Horse's Aliens run than I do Marvel's. Okay. Now, do you play this online too, or is it only tabletop in person? I'm only in person. Gotcha. I have not done anything online. I find it very hard to actually get people to pay attention to the game that way personally. That makes sense. Well, thank you both for taking the time to uh, talk to our listeners a little bit about what you do here and uh, how you're involved with Gary at, at Secret Comics Cave. Uh, thank you so much. No problem. Quick, up ahead. I see an exit. Let's get out of here. This is Haley. And Gary. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Free Comic Book Day, the Secret Comics Cave. You get.